Hello, we are back, ready for another episode of Ravens Recap, and this week we're trying something a little bit different. Due to travel constraints. <laughs> yeah, so we're recording right now during the game. It's halftime at this point, but the game is just about to start up again. We have some points that we have from the first half, and then we'll reconvene if we have anything worth of interest when we're talking about the scrub squad. I mean, the third or fourth team, uh, and, and they're playing. Hey, man, you never know. There might be some future stars on the field in the second half. Football's like that. No, I, 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 dis- I don't disagree. I just... <laughs> You, you gotta admit what we're watching right now is not necessarily the most riveting of football, but it is Absolutely. cool to watch people fight for their uh, fight for their careers, like legitimately. Like you, you can tell that they're really playing hard and like the big plays they celebrate, and that's cool. So I think we should start off with Lamar Action Jackson, the human joystick of the Ravens. I mean, this guy can't help himself. He he sees a seam and he's like, "I have to run. I gotta do it." And then he has to go to the end zone. And though it was called back, I mean, you just saw how dynamic he's going to be in the pre or in the regular season, rather. And I just can't wait to see it. Yeah, you could tell the last two games he's been very careful not to run the ball. It seems like there's definitely a couple passes here or there where he he's just waiting. He's waiting waiting for somebody to go open, and, and the regular season he would just go for it. He's he's trying really hard not to, but when he did, yeah, man, he just. Nobody could stop him. He's just sideswiping everybody. It's just, that was a great run. It's a shame it was a called back. Yeah, he just made that look way too easy. Like, he just only had to put on slight bit of moves, and he was there. <laughs> Peter, I wouldn't even call it making it look easy. He just makes the other players look bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're not wrong. You can, tell that he's, you can tell that he's, like, doing really hard stuff, but he just makes people fall over the place. Like, <laughs> they don't know what angle to take. It's, it's so fun to watch. Right. You don't usually see runs like that from Flacco. Just saying. And I'm a Flacco truther. <laughs> hey, man, that 40-yard that touchdown he had in his first NFL game, though. That was awesome. That Even was. though it took 15 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Lamar's a little bit faster. So I actually thought that this deep ball to Hayden Hurst, although it was not a completion, I like that he put the ball where only Hayden really could come down with it, just a little bit outside of his reach. And I thought it was an overall, it had good spin, good spiral. I thought it was a good pass. Yeah, I kind of felt bad for Hayden, man. Him and Jackson, he's just been getting the, the bad the bad throws. Like Most of Jackson's throws have been pretty on point this preseason, I think. But every one of his three targets to Hurst right now has either been, has been low or it's been outside. Guy's just trying to make a play. <laughs> he had a high ball thrown to him over the middle, and he just wasn't able to come down with it. So I, I'm still a little, a little flat. Well, Mr. Hurst, I hope he uh, he starts to show something. But I, I agree with you, Peter. He hasn't getting he hasn't been getting the best breaks. But while Hurst has been struggling to make some plays this preseason, we've had a little bit of a Nick Boyle sighting in the first half. He had he made a couple big plays and almost hurt himself as well on a we don't know what he was thinking attempt at to try and hurdle ten feet in the air. <laughs> he was trying to prove to everybody white boys can jump. All right. I also want to point out that Billy called Boyle Boykins, which made me feel validated for calling him Doyle last week. <laughs> I mean, at least at least Boykins is on the team. <laughs> and they start off similar. I get it. That's right. <laughs> hey man, it's preseason for the announcers too. Just just remember that. That's right. Hey, but Peter's poster child, Chris Moore, with that great acceleration out of the catch, the McSworley had it right on a needle. And he just accelerated right out, popped right out. 
Got that touchdown. I'm telling you, I don't really know what, what Moore's ceiling is, but I think that he has a great chance this year to find a niche in this offense. And I think we saw a little bit of it last week. And I think that that touchdown grab this week, in addition to the couple other receptions he had in the first half, is just continuing to give him some more confidence and rapport with, well, obviously a touchdown pass wasn't from Jackson, but Jackson um, did give him a couple, a couple balls in the early drives. But we, we might see a little more of Chris Moore in the regular season than people might expect. Yeah, well, I, I think uh, Moore's definitely been showing off some stuff this game. One person who's having a little bit of a down game, though, I, I think Boykin hasn't looked as good as he did last week. Actually, I, I missed a little bit of the first quarter, but I don't... Has he had a, has he had a catch? I've seen him targeted a couple times, but he hasn't been able to get a hold of the ball. No catches yet today for Mr. Boykin. No catches, yeah. So, guys, I don't know if you saw, the Ravens are getting thinner and thinner at middle linebacker. Alaka just went down, too. And I just saw dismay on DeCosta's face. We're still waiting to hear what happened to Board. Yeah, it looked like he got hit high by the running back. He, you know, on the on the run where he made the tackle, it looked like the running back just kind of saw Board coming and kind of hit him a little bit high. I, I mean, I think it might be concussion symptoms. I think they took him to the locker room to get him checked yeah, out. That's what it was for, concussion protocol. Right. Rule number one, man. Got to stay healthy. So, ooh, look at that! We'll see. Was oh, that, is that uh, Ricard? Man, that was Ricard. Oh man, dude, Ricard, <laughs> and he's losing his mind. He's been stepping Let's up go. this preseason. As we're talking about guys who are stepping up, yeah, there's yeah, two man. big. Uh, first one was a third and short. Second one was fourth and short carries, where he just basically just bowed over to linebacker and didn't have to do anything else. <laughs> That's an awesome fumble recovery. He didn't just recover it; he forced the fumble. Oh man. Now we're distracted. I see my boy Hill in there. I want to point out that all the running backs have been doing well. Ingram looked fantastic. And um, Dixon's been doing really well. He got shaken up a little bit, but he came back and he looks strong still. And Hill's still looking fast. Let's see. Uh, 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 oh, not, oh, not, oh. That's Very not close. Down to the one. A little bit of patience there. We're seeing great things from all four of the Ravens running backs. And plus, we see that Lamar's ready to break into midseason form whenever you know whenever he gets the green light. You got to feel pretty confident about the Ravens. I know it's just preseason, but the rushing offenses look very, very good so far. I would certainly hope so. I mean, that was kind of the point of emphasis on the you know in the off season, right? Play to Jackson's strengths. That's why they brought in Ingram, beefed it up a little bit even more. So it's good that we're seeing good returns on that already. Yeah, I think Ingram might be a. Uh a really great player this year for us. You know, I was down on us spending money on a running back, but the more I thought about it, like he kind of might be the perfect person. He's a good blocker. He can catch the ball out of the backfield and he, you know, he has that power. I think he might be one of the perfect kind of compliments to this run game. Yeah, we'll hope so. I think like we're mentioning, what's really going to help Ingram is just the number of backs that the Ravens seem to have. So, I mean, he's not that old, but he's he's getting up there in age for a running back. So, you know, if you have Edwards and and either Dixon or Hill to sp- spare this guy and and let him not have to be an every down back, you know, he can come in there and be more of a punisher with the on fewer carries. Chris, I want to hear your thoughts on Deshaun Elliott. Looks like he's having a better game this week. Yeah, uh, in the second quarter, he had a that pretty nice pass breakup. 
quarterback, was, I think it was Kaiser, threw a ball over the middle. Um, receiver went way, you know, way up high to get it, and Elliott sticks his hand up in there and just rips it out as he brings him down. That was a really great play. But also, uh, going back to some of the starters on defense, too, I think we've seen a, some pretty good games from some of the other guys. Pierce has stood out to me. He's had some good penetration on the line. He, um, he had a tip pass in the second quarter, I believe. And Judon, man. I tell you what, I've I've kind of been like a little birthday boy. Yeah, birthday boy. I've kind of been a little iffy on Judon because for me, like he like sometimes shows up in games and sometimes he doesn't. But I tell you what, this game in particular, I feel like he's been playing fast. And I don't know whether it's just because his birthday and he's just like all pumped up or whatever. But like he's he's definitely looked much faster and much more kind of like on point as far as play recognition. So I'm hoping, man, I'm hoping it's a sign of good things to come for him. Another thing we wanted to talk about, and I'm not too good at evaluating this. I've been trying to pay closer attention to it. Maybe, Chris, you brought it up last week. But the offensive line play, I, I can't say if they're having a good game or not. I mean, it seems like there's good pockets and, and seems for the running backs. But it's always hard to tell what an individual is doing. Yeah, I mean, I'll say, I'll, I'll even admit, as a fan, offensive line is not the thing that I've played the closest attention to. <laughs> I never do, but I'm just trying for the pod. <laughs> I will say, uh, I think on one of Jackson's rollout plays, Orlando Brown just had his man, and the defensive end was not able to move at all. Oh, is that a touchdown? It's a touchdown. Go, That's yeah, your boy, Justice nice. Hill. Ooh, man. Nice First of lean, many. too. Oh, and they're doing the flashlight thing. They didn't do that for us. What the heck? No, they didn't. <laughs> I think this is hilarious because I'm watching the stream on my computer and I'm like totally a minute behind you guys. <laughs> oh. You guys are recapping it for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I have this like ridiculous mobile setup. I have a computer in on like a, one of those little folding tables uh, <laughs> like used for like uh, like little microwave meals or something. <laughs> and I got the microphone attached to that. It's uh, it's wild. You gotta get, gotta get you a mobile setup, dude. I could, but then I wouldn't have my mic stand. That's the problem. I have that attached to my you desk. Go on these little folding tables, man. <laughs> That's what I was trying to connect it to the coffee table, and it wasn't working out because it has like a chamfered edge. Uh, so I was like, okay, let me pull this out. I'm gonna make this work. <laughs> well, I will say, going back to the O line, though, I think that should be a uh, area of improvement for us. I think for ne- for next time. We need to say next episode we need to pay more. We need to pay a little bit more attention to the O line so we can have a little bit better takes. You know, just spend like five more minutes, just like just wa- <laughs> just watching watching the yeah. guards, watching the tackles. I will say, while I haven't been watching the offensive line super closely, I feel like they have been inconsistent this game. Like, there's some plays where it's been a clear running hole and the running backs been able to get through there. And then there's other plays. I think particularly there was one drive in the second half, maybe McSworley's first or second drive, where there was a succession of plays where right as the football was snapped, you had several defenders in the backfield. But then there's been other plays where, you know, especially early on, Jackson had a considerable time to throw. I think there's only been like, we're only like two or three times when Jackson dropped back where he really had had to move around in the pocket rather than, you know, just moving to get a better angle uh, as the play's developing. So I wouldn't say the offensive line has had a great game, but I don't think they've been bad either. 
Right. I think I would agree with that. I think surprisingly, actually, the last couple of years, we've been a pretty good pass blocking team. And so I think with the transition to Jackson, I think we're trying to find our way a little bit in terms of um, being a run heavy offensive line. Well, I'll tell you what, my bold prediction for the end of this game is that we win 30-13. It's not even halfway Ooh. through the third quarter yet. It's looking, it's looking good for, for win number 15 keeping that streak alive. It did bum me out that uh, Aaron Rodgers didn't play at all and that Kaiser was having his day against the defense. I saw some openings there. It's only preseason week two, but the fact that that Kaiser uh, was able to have more success than Minshew and Minshew of of the Jaguars. I mean, come on. We let, we let this, these guys cross the 50 yard line. Like, we don't let the Jaguars do that at all. We let them cross the fifty yard line on the first drive. So and they got Earl Thomas playing tonight. But at the same time, it's preseason. The guys who are the true veterans are just trying to get in and get out without getting hurt. I don't really know if, if there's too much we really want to read into that. Yeah, and they are they they're not scheming or anything. Bennett Jackson on the tackle right there. After after like thirty three people didn't tackle. <laughs> Sorry, Chris, for leaving you out on this. That's okay. I get you that. Uh, I get you like an advanced mirror system. That's, that's okay. Just that's okay, guys. You guys are <laughs> recapping it for me. You know, this is cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I disagree. Actually, I think it was a good tackle. <laughs> <laughs> that's just called being a good player. He made all those people miss. I know that'd be really funny. What if I start to comment on plays like two minutes after you guys talk about it? I'm like, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. I gotta go back to the other play. <laughs> I got something to say. Oh man. All right, so I mean, we've got we've got some of these backup guys. We're we're looking to see what they do. Like you know, we were talking about Bennett Jackson. He's a guy that we found out about last week. We're excited to see what he does. Justice Hill's got some more snaps, but for the most part, a lot of the guys that we're look we were looking at in the, f- the first team, they're done for tonight. So, what are some things that we that we still want to see the Ravens improve upon uh, when we see them in the dress rehearsal next week in Philadelphia? For me, definitely pass rush. Definitely want to see some more consistency out of those guys, especially the second stringers. I think that this game, they've definitely been a little bit more inconsistent. So we got to find out who those guys are because that's going to make or break our season. Yeah, I agree with that. I think last week you had everyone. <laughs> everyone was on the field, was in the Jaguars' backfield, whereas this week it seems like it's mainly just been every now and again, Judon, Pearson, Ricard, not too much you're seeing from everyone else. See, I think the pass rush is something we'll be looking at next week. I think that's hard to evaluate, though, because a lot of our pressure comes from scheming, and they're not doing any scheming right now, for what it's worth. That is true. And that's what makes evaluating these preseason games so hard, like we keep saying. It's like, how what what's real and what's not? It's hard to know. <laughs> I have a couple of things I want to say. First of all, Mac, that's a big guy. I, didn't quite, I couldn't quite tell in person as well as I can while watching him on TV. Like, Mac is a a big fella. Very good. Mac truck. I'm sure if you saw him in person, he'd be even bigger. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) from from the sidelines or, uh, you know, from the stands where we were. But also, I thought for a second that this Williams, number 22 character, was Jamal Williams. But I went and looked up their numbers. It's Dexter Williams. This guy's running a little too much on us. I don't like it. At first, I was like, well, if they're playing when they're, you know, first string running backs, essentially then whatever although he did completely whiff on that block there 
But now this is like some random third string guy. They need to be wrapping him up. Yeah. Shane Ray, there's a guy that really needs to step up. I heard that they're spending a lot of time coaching with him. And they're really, like, I guess, trying to invest in him. But, yeah, he hasn't looked particularly fantastic. Yeah, I mean, he seemed like a guy when they picked him up. It was just kind of like a flyer. Like, if this guy works out, it would be great. Maybe there's some untapped potential. But also not a, a guy who was a sure bet by any stretch of the imagination. On that note, though, I mean, a guy who was picked up around that time, I think actually the day before Ray was picked up, Pernell McPhee actually looked pretty decent out there tonight. I was hearing on the radio as I was driving home that apparently he's been a, a really big presence for the for the young guys, having been a guy who has played for the Ravens in the past, and he has a little bit different of a perspective than a guy like like Earl Thomas or Mark Ingram who are coming in from different locker rooms from their entire career. So I thought that was interesting seeing how, how McPhee is coming in and offering a offering something a little different for the team right part of me thinks it's hilarious too that for you know because we had McPhee for a while four years I guess and then he left and everyone made such a big deal about it and then Zadarius came in same number he looked practically like the same guy and that's what people said for years of like oh this is like the new McPhee the new McPhee and now Zadarius leaves the past year and we get McPhee back (laughs) it's like he never left (laughs) I think he's looking strong. He's looking like a, a big, like a strong man out there, right? I mean, he's just knocking people around. He, you know, he looks like he looks like he really, truly, like never left. He's playing like old school Ravens defense. So I'm excited to continue to see him play. Yeah, he had a, a tackle for a loss, I think, in the first quarter. He had some play where he did something in the backfield. I'm forgetting what exactly. That was a great take right there. McPhee did something. <laughs> So that actually leads me to my thing that I'm looking for, the Ravens, in uh, the dress rehearsal. Ooh, another great run there by Justice. And he's he's not going to go undrafted anymore. People are going to draft him. Come on. <laughs> Start being bad again. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, who's going to get the touches? That's what fantasy owners are going to think. Well, we'll see what this offense does in the regular season. But aside from Chris Moore, I really haven't seen many much consistent play from the wide receivers. I mean... Sneed's had a big catch in both these two games. Seth Roberts, who I still think is a huge question mark as to what he's going to bring this team, has had one target, I think, in the Jacksonville game. Didn't see him out there tonight. Mm-hmm. He's not getting playing time. That was something I was reading about this week. He's like not even getting that many reps in practice. Like It's really odd. Interesting. Huh. Yeah, he was out there with the starters in the Jacksonville game. I did notice him. I didn't look for him out there tonight, and, I mean, he didn't have any catches, so he may have not even played tonight. I don't know. <laughs> I wonder if there's a weird injury or something, because it's just so odd. It could be, yeah. I mean, they got him pretty early in free agency. I mean, it, he's, it seemed like someone that they were interested in in seeing what he could bring. But, yeah, so far this preseason, really not seeing much at all of Seth Roberts. And then that begs the question, who's going to be the starting wide receiver opposite Willie Sneed? Is it going to be Chris Moore? That's probably not going to be Hollywood. They're probably not going to rush him into that role. And Boykin's been inconsistent. I don't think there's any situation it's not Chris Moore to start the season. I, th- I think that's almost locked at this point because I don't, see, I don't see Boykin's showing that kind of promise. And like you said, I don't think they're going to rush Hollywood in. 
Eh, I I don't know about that. I don't I don't think it's that much of a lock. I mean, Boykin is seeing tons of targets. He's getting lots of opportunities. I, I know he's been inconsistent, but I feel like the job is his to lose at the moment. Hmm. And while I am a fan of of Chris Moore, I mean, Boykin has the higher ceiling. So the minute the minute Boykin's ready to take over from Moore, if Moore is ahead of him on the depth chart right now, the Ravens coaches are gonna are gonna let him take it. Right. What about you, Alec? What are you looking for in the uh, third preseason game? No injuries. <laughs> uh, sorry to be a buzzkill. I, I mean, I guess I want to see. I mean, we're we're expecting this to be a win. This will be the fifteenth consecutive win, right? Tonight's tonight will be the fifteenth consecutive. All right. So we're gonna get the fifteenth consecutive. I want to see the sixteenth consecutive win, just because it's a ridiculous stat. And I also think. It'd be great to see some of that pass rush, like you were saying, pop. I, I I won't worry too much because of the scheming bit that I was mentioning. Honestly, it's just no injuries. I'm not maybe like more consistency out of Boykins, right? Like if he goes up, catches balls, makes some good snags. Those are things that are good signs to see because it doesn't take any scheming to make a good catch, you know. <laughs> Those kind of things, and also pay attention to that offensive line play. You know, see some good holes. See good pass protection, good time in the pocket. I mean, they just gave McSorley a bunch of time in the pocket. Yeah, he was rolling around, but he had all day to figure something out. Maybe see if Mr. Powers is the the truth. Yeah, that is a that is probably the biggest position battle that is getting the least coverage. I guess considering, like we've been saying, offensive line is the least sexiest of positions in the NFL. But that left guard position is a big question mark going into the season. You kind of wonder if if the Ravens are just gonna be watching who gets cut after the final preseason game, and you have bring in some veteran. Yeah, I could totally see that happening. I just don't know if there's anyone on the watch list, so to speak. I'm sure there'll be a surprise cut or two that we'll end up picking up, or at least trying to make an offer for. There's, it seems like there's one every year, and that's the beauty. You can't really predict it because that's why they're surprise cuts. So, all right, well, game's still going on, but. I think that's exhausts our current takes and current opinions on the state of the Ravens, state of this game. So we'll see what what more fun there is in store in this fourth quarter as the Ravens go for 15 straight in the, the preseason. Yes, sir. Plead that. See you next week, everyone.